Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Chanel, and this is podcast episode number 67. This episode is Laughing Matters. It's the end of the month episode for July. This is when I like to celebrate, mix up the libation of the month, rant about random things that I find funny, and wrap up with answers to questions received throughout the month from listeners like you. No matter what you do, someone will have something to say about it. It's true. You can't please everyone. That's definitely true. July has been filled with reminders of both for me because someone had something to say about what I was doing a few times and it wasn't exactly positive or supportive. (laughs) And I can tell you with certainty that I did not please everyone this month. Many people were disappointed by my words, actions, or lack of engagement sometimes because I chose to be silent. You can do that. You can choose to leave people and situations alone and go about your own business. I'm celebrating choosing to leave people and situations alone and go about my own business. Yes, that's what I said. (laughs) Did you find yourself in situations where you chose to do what you needed to do for you instead of what others expected? What did choosing you look like? Did you walk away? Did you remain silent? Did you smile? Did you laugh? What did choosing you feel like? Was it freeing? Did you feel relief? Were you calm? Was there joy? Was there a bit of fear because you didn't know what the other person would say or do? If there was fear, you pushed through. You pushed through it and did what was best for you anyway. Celebrate that. For every time you chose you this month, celebrate. The libation of the month is a sake mojito. I have a bottle of sake that's been begging me to open it. Seriously, every time I see the bottle, I can hear it calling. Pick me, pick me, pick me, and today is that day. This is a new recipe for me. I found it at familyspice.com. So let's see what this is all about. Starting with glassware, you need a tall glass, perhaps a highball. You also need a shaker and a muddler. There are five ingredients, fresh mint, sugar, lime, sake, of course, and club soda. The recipe calls for seven mint leaves, 
one teaspoon of sugar, a half lime cut into small pieces, five ounces of sake, one ounce of club soda. I'm letting you know right now that I am using simple syrup instead of sugar or raw sugar. Let's get to it. I have my shaker. I'm adding my seven mint leaves. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, that's seven. I'm adding one half ounce of simple syrup. Actually, I'm, I'm going with three-fourths of an ounce of simple syrup. I have half a lime already cut into fours, so it's just four small pieces. That seems sufficient to me. Now I'm going to muddle. So I'm just working it in, getting the lime juices out, getting some of that mint flavor, the mint oils in the mix with my simple syrup. I don't think I have to muddle too much more. I think I want a little bit more lime juice. Okay. Okay. I think that's good enough. Now, at this point, it may be a good idea to stop and add ice to your glass. So it's all ready. Then you can set your glass aside and go back to your shaker, add your five ounces of sake, place the lid on and shake, shake, shake. Let's do that. There's no ice in here, right? We're gonna pour it over ice. Did you wanna shake it up really good? I think that's good enough. And then strain into your glass. All right. Okay, it fits perfectly in my highball. Top with club soda. I'm doing just a splash, not much more than that. And then I am garnishing with mint and I'm adding a fun straw. It looks pretty. It looks super light. It barely has color. Actually, it's a little cloudy. And I have, I'd say just a couple of specks of mint in here, along with my mint garnish. I like that. I love the, the color. So let's do a taste. That's good. It, it's crazy. It's almost like drinking limeade. Super light, great for this heat. I think it can be dangerous though. <laughs> That's five ounces of sake in here. 
that's nothing to play around with, okay? You've been warned. This will sneak up on you. I love it. I hope you do too. Enjoy. Cheers. I have two rants this month. The first is about people doing strange things on Peachtree. And really, I probably should say it's about people doing strange things at the intersection of Peachtree and Waiuka Road in the middle of the day. It's a bright, sunny day. I'm riding in my car with my music on. I'm singing one of the songs on my current playlist. I'm in the zone. I know all the lyrics. There's a little party going on in my car until I find myself waiting at the traffic light at this intersection. I'm on Waiuka, facing Peachtree, which is perpendicular to me. It's Peachtree. And that means it takes a while for the lights to go through its cycle. I look to my right, straight ahead, and then left, where I notice a pickup truck with the hood up. I turn the music down and go on high alert because there's too much activity at this intersection and this looks crazy to me. I have to be ready to take off, back up, or who knows what. There are some really poor drivers in this city. When there is a stalled car or accident or pedestrian crossing the street, anything that forces people to slow down, strange things happen, as in this case. I'm watching the light, the traffic moving from left to right and right to left all around this truck with the hood up. It looks empty at first. Then I see a man run to do something under the hood. Then he quickly runs back to the driver's side of the truck. Then he goes back under the hood and then back to the driver's side of the truck. I'm not really sure what he's doing, but clearly he thinks he can fix it. He thinks he has it. I hope he has it. He keeps moving back and forth and back and forth. I can't see how this is going to end well. Then I see him turning the steering wheel to the left. And the next thing I know, He's behind the truck, trying to push through (laughs) the intersection. He's pushing the truck by himself through the intersection on Peachtree. Imagine it. I can't believe it. I think, no way. There is no way. He's not going to try to really do this. Who's steering the truck? No one's steering the truck. (laughs) It's like a bad movie. All I can do is sit and watch and wonder, is everyone else thinking the same thing I'm thinking? But not really. Not really. As I said, traffic is going back and forth like nothing's happening. He's turned the steering wheel just so obviously so he could get behind that truck and move it with all his might. At first, the truck doesn't budge. It just doesn't. Then it starts moving a little bit. By now, the light has gone through a couple of cycles. We can't go anywhere. The light is green for me and the lane to my right. We're stuck because this truck is in the middle of the intersection. 
The strange thing, the truly strange thing is this went on for a while and the traffic never stopped. People continued to drive their cars through the intersection. I watched the cars swing wide to go around him and the moving truck with the hood up and no driver. I'm like, wow, can't they see the hood is up on a moving truck with no driver and someone pushing the truck? And apparently they just didn't care. I want to close my eyes because there's no way, like I said, no way this can end well. It seems like someone is going to hit the truck, hit him or both. I mean, the cars just keep moving. And just when I think there's little hope, someone comes out of nowhere. Another man comes running across the intersection. He jumps behind the truck and they push that truck right out of the intersection together. I am so relieved. I couldn't push that truck. I wanted to help. I really did. I couldn't help. This was definitely one of those moments where you say, I'd love to help, but it's a truck stuck on peach tree. <laughs> My second rant is about food, mostly. There's a little bit of other things, but it's really about food. It all started when I went for my mid-year checkup with my cardiologist last month. Yes, I have a cardiologist. You already know this, or maybe you don't know this. Now you do. You do know I'm about preventive care because I talk about that a lot. I'm trying to make sure I stay healthy. That's the bottom line. High blood pressure, plaque producer, need to drive the LDL cholesterol down. Blah, blah, blah. You know it. If you know anything about these things, you understand all of what I just said. Last month, in episode 65, I told you how I was stressed about having a stress test done. <laughs> Crazy. Here's the thing. What I didn't share is that I was looking forward to this appointment. I'd been eating well and exercising regularly. I was scheduled for blood work and I was sure the results would show some improvement in my cholesterol numbers. Well, the results didn't show an improvement. And it was surprising to me. During my follow-up visit, we looked at the data from the past five years and talked about dietary changes since the last blood work was done. I could not pinpoint any significant change in my diet. You might remember me talking about eating more raw, whole foods since January. How can that be bad for my body? That's what I'm thinking. That is the question. How can that be bad for my body? It's a bit of a mystery. I do like problem solving. So here we go. I'll be seeing a nutritionist soon. As if I don't already see enough specialists. <laughs> we know I have many. Let's think about this. What will the nutritionist want to know? What I eat, how much I eat, when I eat, blood work. Yes, all of that. Tracking what I eat isn't new to me. I've done it on and off for the past 10 years. Before that, I never did it. Now, 
I'm into it again, and I created a spreadsheet with all of the foods I typically eat and the nutritional information for each food item. I like using a spreadsheet because I can sort the list by whatever I need. Have you ever done this with your food? Do you track what you eat? Do you track calories or points or something else? If you do, you know how tedious it can be. There are apps that make it easier, and I love that. Since I have a Fitbit, I use Fitbit's tracking app to do just what I said, track the foods I eat. It's fairly easy. It can still be tedious, though. Let me know if you have any helpful tips. I'd love to hear them. I've learned so much about what I put in my body. I may know a bit too much at this point. (laughs) I might be going too far. You know, the spreadsheet, the numbers, all of the data that I love so much. I thought my favorite snack food was perfectly fine to eat. Ugh. I love to have a bowl of popcorn at home. I enjoy it with any libation. I especially enjoy it with a sparkling white wine or champagne. I've even packed the individual 100 calorie packs in my luggage for trips from time to time. (laughs) I am guilty of that. If you've done it, raise your hand. Yes, we're in this together. I understand. I really do. Of course, popcorn is on the spreadsheet. And I wasn't worried at first. I was fine with the serving of popcorn having 150 calories, 10 grams of fat, 75 milligrams of sodium, and 15 grams of carbohydrates. I thought nothing of this until I saw that it was essentially the same for a serving of the potato chips that I like. (laughs) We know potato chips are not the best snack in the world. Of course they're not. They're good, they're tasty, but they're not so great for the body. When I sorted my spreadsheet and saw this side-by-side comparison, it was a low point for me. (laughs) I felt sad about it. I wondered what I was going to do. You know that song? If I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby. (laughs) That's how I felt. It was like, if I can't have this popcorn, I don't want anything. I was really sad and so sad. I had to call my mother about it. And why did I do that? My mom reminded me of something really important. Somehow. She always seems to know the right thing to say. My mom reminded me that I could make popcorn myself. You know, stop buying it in the bag. (laughs) A serving of air popped popcorn only has 93 calories and 1.1 grams of fat. Of course, these are estimates. Whatever, it's better than the bagged stuff. It's time for Q&A. I have one question this month. What's a recent example 
of when you used laughter to help you get through a difficult experience. Okay, this is an easy one because it just happened. The experience was at Woody's family reunion, which was held in Charlotte, North Carolina, a little more than a week ago, a couple of weeks ago. I wouldn't say it was a difficult situation. Difficult is not the right word. There were challenges. (laughs) A better word to describe the situation is Surprising? Yes, I'd say it was a surprising situation. (laughs) I'm going to give you a few of the details, not all of them, just enough for you to get a feel for why it was surprising to me and to answer the question. And I don't want anybody contacting me talking about, oh, you're talking badly about Woody's family. I am not. I am familiar with family reunions like anybody else, and we all know things happen. Everything does not go to plan. However, you still have a fun time. And it was that. So let me say that for the record. Now back to my answer. I was prepared to mix a special libation to welcome the family members to the gathering. This is something that I had committed to doing a couple of months ago. I had decided that it would be light and refreshing. I chose the limoncello spritzer, which you already know about because it was the libation of the month for May. Check out episode 63 or go to Instagram for the recipe and instructions. The plan was for me to go to Woody's cousin's home on Friday to prepare. That didn't happen. Saturday, the event doesn't start on time. It's hours later than planned. We receive a call to come over. I had expected to arrive a little before or perhaps at the same time as others. That didn't happen. Instead, I walk into a house full of people who appeared to have already eaten and been enjoying all sorts of libations. (laughs) I'm truly surprised by the scene. I didn't expect to see so many people. I mean, I must say... COVID was on my mind. I'm holding a cooler in one hand and bottles of club soda in the other. Woody is behind me with bottles of lemon jello, wine and ice, and my mind is racing. You know I'm an anxious person. I need order. I need a plan. You know all of this because this has come up many times in previous episodes. There is no news to this. Imagine being there. Imagine being me. I feel beyond anxious. I'm in an unfamiliar place. I'm surrounded by many unfamiliar people. I haven't had a chance to do a test run of the libation. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, this might not work out. This might be terrible. I managed to walk around, smile, and say hello to the room. That was a miracle for me especially for me in a situation like this, but I did it. (laughs) I'm told there's no space for me to set up. My mind really goes into some sort of spiral. My thoughts are wild. I'm sweating through my shirt. I panic for a few moments. On the outside, it probably didn't look like that. On the inside, there was a whole lot happening. (laughs) 
eventually I just laugh internally because the situation is, as I said, surprising and I still need to find a way to make it work. I see a freezer in the corner of the dining room and decide to set up there. There's certainly more to the story, but I want to focus on how I adapted quickly by accepting the situation, which I certainly couldn't control, and focusing on what I could control, and deciding to enjoy the experience no matter what happened. That is the power of choice. That is what laughter can do. You don't necessarily have to laugh for everyone else to hear it or even know what you're laughing about. You can laugh internally and it helps to relieve stress. It can help you in a scenario where you feel really anxious. And I know because that's what happened for me. I set up, I lined up the cups, added ice, poured, garnished, asked for help, With the serving, I did this all while chatting, smiling, and laughing. That is the power of choosing joy. When difficult situations or surprising situations happen, you can choose joy too. Thank you for listening. Connect with me at laughterandlibations.com. Ask a question. Make a comment. Drop a line and say hello. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening today and share it with a complete stranger. (laughs) This could be exactly what's needed. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh and joy will find you.